Welcome into a brand new episode of 300 Yards to Unknown, coming to you from Blue Wire Studios at the Win Las Vegas. It's RBC Canadian Week, back for the first time in two years, and also back, I would say, by popular demand. I've got her in studio, Armina. Armina, run good. Hello, welcome. Hello, thank you for inviting me back on. Um, I guess I'm officially a friend of the pod now. Officially, officially a friend of the pod. Um, I've always said the content of this show is just top notch. Pat, pat on the old back, but the flow, we get to have a little bit of a conversation. I think it works better this way. Yeah, I agree. And you're humble as always. As, as always. Yes. <laughs> um, I hope my lack of knowledge doesn't get in the way of the flow, but I'll do my best. <laughs> I doubt that you worked very hard to strong arm me into seeing the outline, into seeing the plan. No, I I, I, I was not successful. Yes. Yeah. And I said, I said what? You said, uh, <laughs> trust the host. I will put you in good positions. Yeah, I said, I'll put you in positions that. to succeed. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you about things you don't know about. I'm going to, I'm going to play to your strengths. I'll stay away from your weaknesses. Trust, trust the host here. <gasps> okay. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> you've, you've worn your uh, red and white. Yes. So one of, one of the things I know about Canada is their flag. Yep. Is red and white. We're so. off to a great start. I've, uh, I've spent a lot of time here in the last couple of days. Yeah. Oh, at the win? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. You <laughs> came to the match. That is correct. <laughs> How was it? Uh, it was great. Did you see anybody famous? Well, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. But I, I will tell you, th- those guys move the needle. Mm-hmm. No one. No one moves the needle. Like Jake from State Farm. Oh my god! <laughs> I saw that tweet you posted. I'm I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. You you would have thought it was Beyonce <laughs> when he yeah. when he was rolling around in a golf cart. It was it was a madhouse. Everyone was risking their lives to get a photo as he's driving in a selfie or driving in a cart. They're trying to take a selfie, willing to get run over by this golf cart to get a snapshot with Jake from State Farm. Did he did he say like the jingle? Yes, he it was a chant. <laughs> he would yell out um he would yell out uh like what a is good it? neighbor. Like a good neighbor. Yeah. And then people would respond. State Farm is there. Yes, I couldn't even think of what it was. <laughs> yes, it was so it was insane. Wow. We thought so we were getting ready because they were coming back from whatever interview they were doing. They were mm-hmm. coming back to the driving range. Mm-hmm. And you could hear from afar the hooting and hollering. And we're like, okay, they're on their way. Coming around the corner, Jake from State Farm. Wow. I mean, I would be starstruck, honestly. He cannot wear a red polo out in public and not… Get recognized. Like, yeah, for sure. He can't go to the grocery store in a red polo. No. I, I Probably can't go to the grocery store in anything red at all. Yeah. It's like how you can't go out in green, you know? Who? You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's my go-to color scheme <laughs> is to rock green. I get recognized everywhere I Instantly. go. Instantly. It's that Rick Rungood green. <laughs> how good is that? How good is that brand? Like, yeah, first of all, Jake, time. that is a 15-year-old commercial. Yeah. That and they really, just keep putting in a new Jake from State Farm. <laughs> he, and he just rocks and rolls. Yeah. It's, it's actually pretty good stuff. But no, it was, it was fun. Those guys, okay, if you are standing 260 yards away in the right-hand rough, while amateurs are hitting golf balls. Yeah, you're getting smacked. Bring a hard hat. Yeah. It was dangerous out there. Wow. 
I would never stand. I was going to say, were you close to that? Or? No. Oh, okay. I would never. Even when, even when we go watch the professionals in real life, I don't stand 300 yards away in the right rough. Yeah. It's like a recipe to get smacked in the face. Yeah. Which is my biggest fear. <laughs> uh, what's her face from ESPN? Sage Steele. Did you see this? John Rahm hit her with a golf ball at the PGA Championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, I don't know what it required, but how brutal must that be? Yeah. I mean, it, it looked painful. Yeah, it did look painful. The other thing I respect, Tom Brady hawks his merchandise like you cannot even believe. Can't blame him. I mean, people eat that stuff up. So you walked out the door like to the golf course and it's Brady merch, the apparel line. It's the hydration station, TB12, be like Tom, right? There was a time where he was like the highest paid athlete and he was being out-earned by Giselle. Oh, yeah. He's got a... $300 million contract waiting for him when he retires to announce at Fox Sports. And he's out here hawking merch. Like, this guy's got no, no chill in the grind. Yeah, no shame. <laughs> I love it. Would you, did you buy anything? No. <laughs> no. I'm not going to buy a... You're not a supporter? <laughs> I'm not going to buy a... I mean, I'm sure it's great, but like $150 polo. Yeah. That's, or whatever. That's a little ridiculous. Unless it's like Balenciaga or something. <laughs> yeah, like unless they're paying me to wear. Like, yeah. why am I? I don't know. Maybe, maybe we could cut a deal with Brady Apparel. I don't think you're don't, like the. I don't think you're like our marketing it. director. I know, but I just I don't think Brady's interested in us. <laughs> Damn shame. <laughs> RBC Canadian. Who won it last year? thought that was going to be an easier Is one. Is it a Canadian? I thought that was going to be an easier one for you. You thought that was going to be? I told, I literally said, don't ask me about past champions. They didn't I have it last know. year. What? They didn't have it last oh, year. Oh, man. I know. Two that years. so easy. Nothing in 2021, nothing in 2020. Going back to the RBC Canadian for the first time. And unfortunately, they are going to have to share the spotlight because next week, live golf. In London. London, Dustin Johnson dropped by RBC, <laughs> which I guess makes sense considering RBC can be like, hey, we maybe don't love that you're playing in this Saudi-backed league. And oh, by the way, we also don't love that you're skipping our event. Not a great look. The audacity. <laughs> the audacity. Not a great look for a partner. Yeah. Still on the website, though. Brand ambassador Dustin Johnson will be teeing it up. Yikes. I can assure you, he will not. And RBC dropped him, which I think, Rightfully so. Though. Checked out, yeah. There's a ton of history to this event. You probably didn't even know that. I can assure you, you did. First played 118 years ago and has been held annually every year except for what events? What we already know COVID. Oh, COVID and uh, like a war World War II. World Wars, one and two. One That's and two. how old this is. The Triple Crown. Imagine this. Imagine this. Um, the National Opens, right? The, the Canadian Open. That's a National Open, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What are the other National Opens? Uh, U.S. Boom. We're off to a hot And um, British. Well. Well, it's called the uh, Open Championship. Correct. I'll give it to you. That is absolutely right. Are there any others? Is there like an Australian Open? Or? Uh, probably. There's a yeah, French Open. That's right? tennis, though. That's tennis, though. So we're, <laughs> we're circling it. Yeah. That's okay. There's probably, yeah, the Australian, like, PGA Championship or whatever for the, for the European. Mexico. Team. Mexico. What else? 
There's more? At least one more I can think. I'm sure there's I'm sure every country has one, but it just depends on what level of golf you consider it to be. Right? Because um, there's also the Irish Open. Oh. Which is generally played before the Open Championship. So there's a Scottish Open as well. Scottish Open. So I imagine there's a lot of these. But yeah. the triple crown, mm-hmm. if you win the US Open, the Open Championship, and the Canadian Open in the same year, that is considered the triple crown. It's been done twice. Once by. No, no, no. Come on, no. every trivia question. John Rahm. What? I don't know. I don't know. The greatest golfer to ever walk the face of the earth. Oh, Tiger Woods. Tiger oh. Woods. I did it in 2000. Lee Trevino did it in 1971. And what I like about this championship is they move it all over the place. 36 different courses in the championship's history. Hamilton is where we played it in 2019. This year, we're at St. George's, not to be confused with Royal St. George's, where they had the Open Championship uh, last year? Yes. Yes. And they will move it to Oakdale in 2023 and 2026. They move it around. It's like a touring, like, hey, let's go check out different parts of the country. Let's make it accessible for guys to get to the U.S. Open, because now it's being played the week before the U.S. Open. So they move it all around. It's like a nice nice little thing they do. I like that. Do they go to, like, different provinces every time? So I think recently, and for the at least short term, they've stayed around Toronto. However, a couple of years ago, they had it on the West Coast, I believe. So I think they do move it, but I think they kind of want to stay near Toronto. I don't know that for sure. How many Canadian provinces can you name? I do not like when the the turntables have come in this direction. Uh, Okay. Ontario. Okay. Good start. British Columbia. Yep. Yellowknife. That's like one of the uninhabited. Are you making this up? Manitoba. Manitoba. Newfoundland. Did you look this up? I'm. I'm. I'm a. I like geography. Okay. Quebec. Yeah. Is that a province? Province or a city? It's a province. But there's also Quebec City. Sure. Okay. Montreal is just a city. That is not a province. No. Um. You're missing like a huge one. The one that Calgary is in. Alberta. Okay, those are all the ones I know. <laughs> oh, I know one more. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? Yeah. Okay, don't look it up right now. Let's keep going. Well, we're already <laughs> off the rails. We might as well keep going here. Alberta, British Columbia, Manitoba. Did I say you already Manitoba? said that? Okay. New Brunswick. Newfoundland. Yeah. Is there like a prince something or like a king yes. something? Prince Edward Island. Yes. Labrador. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Ontario. Quebec. Saskatchewan. I feel like we did pretty well. I don't know what yellow knife is. Okay. Moving, moving along. Well, I'll, while we're here. I'll just cut this part out. Yeah, we'll cut this. Uh, it, is a, it is a capital city, the capital city of the Northwest Territories. There you go. That's pretty good. Uh, leading into Brookline. So the week before a major championship, always a bit, what kind of field are we going to get? Week after a major championship, what kind of field are we going to get? Shaping up to be a decent field. JT, Roy, Mack, we'll talk about those guys in a second. Brookline. That's in? Two weeks. Where? Oh, Brookline in Boston. There we go. And but we'll be there. in Brookline, technically. You're taking a vacation. I'm working. Yes, that's right. Like, you literally have things planned every single night that do not involve me. I sure do. Yeah. (laughs) Roy McIlroy, 2019, technically defending champion. 
tough to defend like three years later. 22 under par, one by seven shots at Hamilton. He was 10 to one. DJ, oof, not going to be a great week for, for all RBC. Won it in 2018 by three shots at Glen Abbey. They played at Glen Abbey a lot. Johnny Vegas won it back-to-back in 2017 and 2016. That is, I could have given you a million guesses. You never would have got to back-to-back champion Johnny Vegas. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Jason Day, back when he was Prime Day, won it in 2015. All of those at Glen Abbey, except for Rory McIlroy's year. Rory's back to defend. JT's in the field. Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler, HV3. My heart still hurts from that one. I think his heart still hurts. (laughs) That's tough. Tough little meltdown to go from in the lead to T27. Yeah. Not great. Tough for the pocket, too. Matt Fitzpatrick, Tony Finau, Corey Connors, and then I put dot, 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 all the Canadians. Hadwin. Glegic. Lowry. Is he Canadian? Wow. No. Oh, but sorry. <laughs> he's, he's Irish. Oh. Good Good try. Good. He might be there. I don't know. He might be there. All the Canadians will be there, and we're headed to St. George's Golf and Country Club for the sixth time. The last time we went to St. George's, it was 2010. Before that, 1968. Pretty big gap. So if we go from 68 to 2010 to 2021, that tells me we're not going to have a lot of great data. Yes, that's right. But <laughs> I like that you're confirming that we do not have a lot of great data. <laughs> that makes, I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. <laughs> the golf course, however, a Stanley Thompson design, I believe will look great on television. It is, uh, there's a lot of great visuals. It's a par 70, a hair over 7,000 yards, which is not particularly long. The defense is going to have to come in other areas. And how about this unique little scorecard? Par 70. Par 70. Okay, so you'd say, Rick, obviously there's two less par fives. Two fewer, yes. Okay. (laughs) Fewer and less I have an issue with, and further and farther I also have an issue with. Those are the only two grammatical. I don't think further and farther is as big of a deal as less and fewer. Fewer fewer being a, a number. That's right. Less being a... Comparison. A, a pardon? A comparison. Give us an example. Um, I ate less than you did. Ooh. Right? But, but I ate two bananas fewer. Fewer, fewer bananas than you. Yeah. Okay. I'll work on that. <laughs> no. Didn't think you were going to get a lesson in grammatics. We're invoking the too unknown aspect yeah. of the show. That's, that's, the, that's the dirty little secret. We can literally <laughs> talk about anything. It's in the name of the pot. Talk about anything you want. Three par fives instead of two. All of them 560 yards or shorter. I'll just avoid that yeah, situation altogether. Uh, which are gettable. But to counteract that, three par fives. That's a unique setup. Three fives, five threes. Four of the threes are over 200 yards. So we're back to that long par three type narrative. One of them super gettable. One of them is like 147 yards. But uh, obviously, they'll move those around. And when you see the visuals, you'll see a lot of green. You'll see a lot of trees out there. I wouldn't necessarily call it tree-lined because if you miss the fairway, you're not necessarily in the trees. There's a, a buffer zone of some rough there. So you can be a little bit wayward, but you don't want to be too far wayward. So probably accuracy is important here. Eh. No? 
accuracy would be nice. I don't think it's going to be critical. I'm, I'm mostly speculating. I, I mean, we have got no data. Well, we it's probably the- going to be more important than driving distance, right? Distance is always important. Okay. But, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it's only 7,000 yards. A lot of it gets eaten up on the par threes. I think some shorter hitters are going to have a chance. Mm-hmm. We'll see. What they will not have a chance with is if they are poor bunker players because these greens are very well protected with bunkers. In fact, there is a quote that when Stanley Thompson, so Stanley Thompson, I suppose, and someone can correct me here, original design, then came back and made some updates. Wanted to make sure that, quote, every miss was objectionable. I'm going to work that into my everyday (laughs) vocab. I like that. Oh, it's so objectionable. Uh, So he will penalize you if you are missing specifically greens. There will be bunkers everywhere. There's a lot of kind of subtle elevations, undulations. I think it's going to be great. So do you, I imagine. I mean, I cannot wait to take a nap on the couch while it's on TV. That works as well. (laughs) We don't have the regression model to work with, but we've got the scorecard layout. So those long par threes, the same thing that we saw for Colonial, the guys that play well, Harold, that worked for three and a half rounds. Um, Guys that I know that are going to be in the field. Let's see. Sam Burns is on the list. Sam Burns, fresh off victory. Talk about him in just one second. Corey Connors, 24th on tour in strokes gained, par three, plus 200 yards and plus. Starting to build a little bit of a narrative here around maybe a potential Canadian. Mm. The short par fives, the long hitters generally get those. The John Roms of the world, the Bryson DeChambeau's of the world, they're probably not teeing it up this week. The name that appears on both of these lists for long par threes and short par fives is Sam Burns. Guy to watch. There you go. <laughs> How can you not love that analysis? Guy to watch, <laughs> fresh off of victory. Um, let's talk about a couple of those players to watch. So, Corey Connors. I believe, and I'll have a, I'll need a Canadian to tell me this. I imagine winning this event as a Canadian would be just the absolute top. The creme de la creme. The creme de la creme. Winning your national open has got to be on the short list. Just like when Max Homa said, winning at Riviera is basically his master. Mm. Right, winning your national open for a Canadian's probably massive deal. Yeah, I mean, uh... <laughs> yeah, it is. Sounds like it would be. <laughs> I was uh, trying to find out uh, the last Canadian to win it. Wow, wow! If this is correct, it's been a while. Pat Fletcher. 19- I was going to say, let me guess, but no. <laughs> nineteen fifty-four. Oh, wow. Who's the last Canadian to win it? Is that right? It's got to be right. Has a Canadian ever won the U.S. Golf Open? Um, I think that's right. There's been Canadians who have wait, won like... Wait, you said U.S. Golf Open? Apologies. No, my brain malfunctioned. <laughs> okay, so I think last week I said Jordan Spieth won the Memorial, and someone in the comments was like, fraud, <laughs> con man. This guy's got no idea what he's talking about. You can about. always count on the comments to bring you right back to <laughs> <earth>. like, <laughs> I sit in front of a microphone for like 15 hours a week. I will say stupid things at some point. Like my bad on rattling off Jordan Speed's name <laughs> in a list of names that have won the memorial when he hasn't. Like 
big my bet on that. Yeah. I mean, you should know. I know. I like <laughs> if you asked me, has he job. won? I'd be like, no. I just, I don't know if I said Jordan Spieth instead of Jason Duffner or oh, like those I are just, easily confused. I don't know, but <laughs> I was made well aware what a moron. Yeah, the comments will get you. The comments will get you. We get generally fairly nice comments. Yeah, everybody's very very nice. Why do you think that is? Um, I mean, it's just data. There's not. It's not like you're telling your feelings. You know, you're not saying like what your stance is on something controversial. You're just like, this is the data. And here, let me show you what it says. That's it. Yeah, I guess I don't really take hard. I don't have a lot of hot takes, right? It's mostly just like, hey, here's how I interpret the data. You interpret it any way you want. Exactly. I don't really care. That's on you. So we don't get a lot of people that are like, oh, you said spend my mortgage on. <laughs> Put the house on. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's like why I get so nervous to come on here because I don't really have any data to say. So it's just my personality. <laughs> and do you think that that shines through? Yeah. I think we got nice comments last time you were on. Yeah, we did, which was, I mean, I wasn't surprised because everybody's always so nice to you, but I didn't think they were going to be that nice to me. I think if it wasn't golf, I've noticed like I think the fantasy football community hmm. seems, seems to be a bit more toxic than the golf community does. That is a take that the comments will come for you about. <laughs> oh, the fantasy football people will, <laughs> yeah, you will can't not say like that. that. You can't say that. I think it's true, though. And I think it's I could because I think it's that, just a bigger community, too. I think it's a bigger community. And I also think that people who are in that community ha are, are more like, I've played fantasy football for 25 years. I know more than you, so-called expert. True. Also, golf is a gentleman's game. It's a gentleman's <laughs> game. It's a country club sport. Yeah. How could you how could you not be a gentleman? Yeah. That's true. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Well, we'll see how the comments are. Not, not that football people aren't gentlemen. Oh boy. Don't come for me. Oh boy. The, <laughs> they've got their uh what are those called? Pitchforks. Oh, pitchforks. Corey Connors. Looking to apparently become the first Canadian to win the Canadian Open since 1954. Has not lost strokes off the tee since the 2021 Genesis Invitational. 33 events ago. 33 in a row. The gold standard for this stat. Gaining strokes off the tee consecutively. The gold standard is John Rahm, who is currently in the midst of a 44-tournament stretch. Wow, so Corey Connors isn't that far behind. That is correct. 33 to 44, and there's not a lot of guys that break through like 10. So they're constantly gaining strokes off the tee. And Corey Connors, well-known ball striker, which Armina must mean that the worst part of his game is the... Well, if he's a well-known ball striker, yes. then that means the worst part of his game is his... Which direction are we going in? Short game? Yeah. Okay. Putter. <laughs> Short game or putter. Yeah. Putter. <laughs> that was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's not as bad as you think he is. And you just told me how horrible you think he is with okay, the putter. I didn't say that. <laughs> His 100 round baseline is 0 0.01 with the putter. He is a tour average putter for 100 rounds. 100 rounds is basically a year. 100 rounds is basically like that's what this guy currently is. You could look at a thousand rounds, but you'd see. Jason Day is the best player in the world. Justin Rose is the best player in the world. Sergio Garcia is the best ball striker in the world. Thousands way too much. 100 for me, 50 or 100, I like 100, is 
what a golfer is now. And most things tend to get back to the rolling 100 round baseline. So I like using that as a sample size. And over 100 rounds, he's a tour average putter. He's having the best putting season of his career. So he's making improvements to get into that 100 rounds. Here's a problem. And I want to know if this bothers you. He's missed the cut in five of his last six Canadian Opens, and he finished 80th in the one that he actually made the cut. You think it's too much pressure? Yeah, it could be like the the hometown, you know, scaries. The hometown curse. The hometown curse. Sc- scaries. I don't know. The home the hometown jitters. The hometown jitters. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it is. Although, I would argue the vast majority of those came at Glen Abbey. Maybe that wasn't a great setup for him. Missed the cut at Hamilton, but now we're going to a new golf course. Maybe it's a clean slate for all Corey Connors. I'd argue he's better now, way better now, than he ever was in any of these other Canadian Opens. So maybe we cut him some slack this time. Could be a player to watch. Could be a player to watch. We are in the player to watch section of the show. (laughs) Uh, The other players to watch, Sam Burns, fresh off victory. Is that going to stop him? No. Well, sorry. I said no. No. Only golfer on both of those lists who, who gains on par threes and par fives, uh, the longer par threes, the shorter par fives. Also, there's something interesting about Sam Burns' uh, personality. Detriment, no, not detriment. Uh, temperament. Uh-huh. Pretty even keel guy. Came on the First Cup podcast a couple months ago, and he described that being kind of one of his skill sets. He never gets too high, never gets too low. He borders on boring sometimes because he's just like, whatever. But, you know, you can get the personality out of him. Are you distracted by the window? I know. There's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. <laughs> Hi. There you go. Okay, people walking by. Um, he has actually had a runner-up victory after a win last year. He generally plays well after a win because I think that temperament is actually a skill set of his. Yeah, like doesn't get in the way. He keeps us cool. Yeah. Good for him. He's out there playing golf. I could take a page out of his book. Do you think you don't, you don't stay even keel? No. I'm always either really up or roll down. Are you going to flip this table and rage <laughs> at any point? No, not that kind of down. Oh, okay. <laughs> even keel Sam Burns seems to check off all the boxes. Obviously playing well. Three wins already this year. If he wins the Canadian Open. See, here's the problem. Scotty's wins are just so good. Mm-hmm. He could win. What if he won the Canadian Open, the Travelers, the John Deere? Even if he's got like seven wins, Scotty's four are, are just so much better. Yeah, I don't know. Are you talking about like for FedEx or sure. the money list? Sure. Player of the year is basically what I was getting. Yeah, at. no. I don't think. I mean, I, I'm, I'm no uh, professional you don't you don't get a vote. You don't get a vote on the player of the year. <laughs> Who does get a I'll vote? Just, on I'll just call up Jay again. <laughs> oh, Big Jay. <laughs> Who does get a vote on player of the year? Media or no? No, they vote themselves. The players vote. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's how. Oh, I love, it's like a democracy. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think if you make ten starts, you get a vote. It's a players run league. Wow, that's great. Although the players don't seem to think it's a players run league. That's kind of the argument around the live golf stuff. Mm, yeah. They want more freedoms, money. I think it's both of those things. Definitely. Yeah. Money. The Dustin Johnson offer reportedly 
$125 million. Listen, that's outrageous. Yeah. He's made like 80 in his career over 20 years, and he's had a Hall of Fame career. They're going to double that and hand it to him day one. I'm not surprised he went to it. I have a question. If he just plays one event, yeah. he's still going to get that. I don't know if we'll ever know the, de- like the, oh, the okay, terms right. of the contract. It's like, not does, he have to, does he have to do a song and dance? Does he have to go on television and, and sing the praises of Mohammed bin Salman? I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. But if the deal is show up and play one event, or show up and play eight events, and we give you $125 million and we wire it to your bank in one day, ah, boy, PJ Tour might have a problem. Yeah, and I, I imagine that's tough to turn down. That is, okay, so, so imagine, like, okay, $125 million, that's insane money anyway, but if, if you took all the money you've earned, like 20 years worth of your salary, doubled it, and then someone gave you that amount, in one day, you'd be like, holy crap. Yeah. Like if you make $50,000 a year, 20 years on the spot math, million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. 50 times 20, million mm-hmm. bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it 2 million. And now I give that to you in one day. So you make $50,000 a year, I give you 2 million in one day. Wow. I would, I would, uh, there's a lot of I stuff. I don't there. know if I would say I would, join that tour, but I would do a lot. I mean, I guess the argument against it is he already has like $80 million, or probably way more than that with endorsements and stuff, right? Like at what point is another $100 million? But I think we've figured out he's, we're not it's at that never point never enough. Yet. Yeah. He's not at that point yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's outrageous. One, one day I want to be at that point. Be like, you know, I've, I'm gonna I've made enough down. money. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, Matty Fitzpatty, as some could call him. Fitzy. Fitzy boy. Yeah, lots of good nicknames. Also part of that Netflix doc. Oh, we haven't talked about that for a long time. Yeah, so low-key, all the great stuff that's been going on is being Netflix docked. Do you think it's like just behind the scenes, the Netflix guys are just throwing all of this random drama out with the live golf stuff just for the documentary? No, but I think that they are... (laughs) laughing, laughing, laughing all the way to the bank on this one. Were they at the match? Did you see any, like, Netflix You know what? It's hard to tell, like, who's who. There's Mm. just, like, cameras out there. You you notice it more on PGA Tour events because they have those big, like, super state, like, crazy stuff. Mm. Uh, But it's not like they wear hats that say, hey, I'm I'm with Netflix. Yeah. So it's really hard to tell. But I pulled up the list of guys that were confirmed for this documentary. Dustin Johnson. So have they been behind the scenes? Like when Dustin's having meetings about this, is Netflix there? You think it's that like involved behind yes. the scenes? Dude, dude. So I thought it just means he's going to do like a talking head. No. The F1 series, they go to their houses all across the world. They spend weeks with them. That's like the whole thing. And then they just like, you know, 10% of it is like, here's the event for that week. Wow, I cannot wait. When is this coming out? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hold on, there's more. Ian Poulter is on the list. He's going. Yeah. I think those are the only... Oh, Sergio is on the list. I imagine this thing's going to play a huge role in it. Yeah. I, can't, I cannot wait. This is the most I've been excited for anything related to golf. <laughs> 
That's not true. Uh, the Giggly Squad Girls. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about golf on their podcast. That's right. They're now a golf podcast. They are now a golf podcast. <laughs> Uh, which we will have to sue them. We will see them in court because yes. they are infringing. See you in small claims court. They are infringing on what we're doing here. <laughs> Matt Fitzpatrick's gained strokes across the board in five of his last nine. Gaining strokes across the board is a very difficult thing to do. It's a very difficult thing to do consistently. It's a very difficult thing to then kind of turn into really good results, which is what he's doing because he's got top tens in all of those. It would also be classic for him to win but not in the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. So we always have these like, oh, well, Tony Fino hasn't won since Puerto Rico or Victor doesn't win on American soil or blah, 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 or in a non, yeah, a non-tropical event. Mm -hmm. Fitzpatrick has seven wins, but they're all on the European tour. Doesn't have a PGA tour win. Would get one, but it would be in Canada. So people Classic. would be like, yeah. oh, Vic, uh, vintage. Vintage Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Here. Last 50 rounds, Matt Fitzpatrick has more strokes gained than Xander Shoffley, Cam Young, Will Zaltorres, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That example is in there to show you how good he has been for a long, extended period of time. I marry that with the fact that he's gaining strokes constantly across the board. I marry that with the fact that this golf course is probably going to be a stiff test throughout, and we find Matty Fitzpatty with maybe a little ice in his veins this week. Player to watch. Player to watch. <laughs> Have you seen the trophy? No. I know because I didn't let you see it. You didn't trophy. show me. Well, I, did, I also didn't even Google it. Uh, it's nice. It's nice. It's uh, silver, I believe. Very tall. Weighs 22 pounds. Or for our Canadian friends. Mm. It's like 11 kilos. Wow. 10. How good are you? I did a lot of science. Wow. I thought you were going to be like 700. And I was going to be like, wow, you were offering that up. You, I didn't even ask you. You offered right up how, how much you thought like that was going to be a killer. I basic like physics and chemistry. I went to Canada for the first time uh, years ago and I was driving with the GPS. And it said, <laughs> make a right turn in, I don't know, uh, 300 meters or something like that. Is that what it would have been? Kil kilometers? Yeah, it's usually kilometers. kilometers. But I was like, 300 kilometers, you don't make a turn. Whatever. I was like, I got plenty of time. It was like, Turn right now. I was like, oh, crap. That's, that's not like. <laughs> doesn't translate. Doesn't translate as well. The award was first awarded in 1920. The trophy was. Before that, it was a gold medal. Would you prefer a trophy or a medal? Definitely a trophy. Definitely. It used to be, this is bizarre, a one-of-a-kind soapstone carving. I had to Google what that was. Oh, like a. Like a uh, mineral? Sure. Okay. It, what is, it, of it, what? It was bizarre. I don't know. <laughs> it, I don't even have the vocabulary to describe. What is it now? A maple leaf? You are. That is such a stereotype. It's on their flag. That is. <laughs> that that is a drive-by for our Canadian friends. What no, it's do, not does about it? Their does, flag. Do you open up the cup and pour maple syrup out of it? What else would you like to generalize? Oh, that would be our so cool. Friends to the north, the Tim Hortons cup. Oh no. <laughs> so uh, no, it does have a maple leaf on it, though. Yeah, yeah, the new trophy does. Why'd you shame me for that? <laughs> the current trophy was made in Williamsburg, Virginia. I know, near and dear to your heart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The map. Shout out William Mary alums. 
Shout out William and Mary Alonso. So there's tons listening. The map of Canada is actually engraved on the lid, but here's the worst part, and this is why we can't be a part of this anymore. What? They don't get to keep the trophy. Oh. They get a mini version. It's all for show. They keep it at, I don't know, RBC headquarters or at like the Golf Canada team room. I don't know, but the guy doesn't get it. They get a mini version. How many is the mini? You don't know. How many would be too many? Probably like. That's too small. That's too small, Gotta be right? Bigger. Yeah. But like this I'd be okay with. No, that's. You're winning the Canadian Open. The original one is basically the Stanley Cup. It's like three feet tall. Yeah, but you don't want something that tall. That's like really hard to display in your house. Uh, we'll find a way. <laughs> if you win the Canadian Open in the 1.6 mil that comes <laughs> along with it, we'll find a way. Buy your own trophy then. Buy your own trophy <laughs> then. Uh, time to, to play Rick Stradamus. Ooh. We've been workshopping names. Rick Guessgood. It's not a guess. Rick Educated Guessgood. Yeah, that's better. There's so much we don't know at the moment that it is kind of just a guess. Just like, okay. hey, maybe this could happen. Maybe this person will win. Maybe this person will stink. Do you want to get involved in this? Mina Stradamus? Yeah, I mean, Do you have any hot what, takes? Um, well, my hot take is that somebody yep. will win. I knew that was coming. Who has Matt in their name. Wow. You're kind of limiting yourself here. Usually you you usually better at this where you give yourself like nine outs. I know, but what I don't I don't know the field. So, so. you get any Matt. Matt Matthews. Or like the letters could be split up throughout the name. Or like a Mateo. Yeah, there's, that's not good. Matthias Schwab. You get like, <laughs> you get like any M-A-T's but, that come up. Yeah, but also if they're scrambled anywhere in the name. That doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> All right, any Matt will win. I will say a Canadian will finish inside the top five. It's not that good. When's the last time it happened? I don't know. The 50s? No. No. Much more recent than that. David Hearn did it in 2015, but that means 16, 17, 18, 19. hasn't been done in four years. I'm predicting something that hasn't been done in four years. I'm like Haley's Comet. I think you're going to have to give me a pick to win. <laughs> we only know like seven guys that are committed to the field. <laughs> pick one. <laughs> um... Dude, Sam Burns might just win it. I'm, I'm not like I, I know that that's easy. I was gonna say that's like the easy way. Like you can't no, pick the, the guy at the is, top. The easy way is Rory McIlroy or Justin Thomas or Scotty Scheffler, the number one player in the world, Cam Smith, or like that. Those are easy. But you don't know. You don't know if they're gonna play. Well, they're in the field. Oh, they are. Those guys are. Oh, yeah. Those guys that I named. Are. So you think those guys are easier to pick than Sam Burns? Yes. Okay. I, I mean, they'll I mean, have short. You know better than I. Do. They'll have shorter <laughs> odds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you we didn't even work any A's into this. We should That's really stereotypical. Even yeah, I know. <laughs> I think Sam Burns, who we've talked about a lot, modern winner, playing well, obviously, checks off the few stats that we kind of know about St. George's, and generally has played pretty well after he's won before, doesn't have a hangover. I think it's logical. Okay. So, a Matt 
versus specifically Sam Burns. I get any Sam. No. <laughs> Are there any other Sams? No. I uh, doubt it. Anything else you'd like to talk about? Um, we can talk about Live Golf. We can talk about that Johnny Depp trial. I don't know. No, we, the we Johnny need, Depp trial is so, so last week. Um, what else? There's no other news, I don't think. There has to be other news. <laughs> There's always <laughs> other news. Um, Do you think that, um, so apparently Jack Nicholas turned down $100 million to be the Greg Norman of that Saudi league. And now they released the field during the week of Jack's tournament. I think that's kind of like a stab in the back. Yeah. You think? Definitely. I don't know. Or all this stuff is just a coincidence. And like people like you, not me, (laughs) (laughs) just like really read into it and be like, this is all a big conspiracy, you know? (laughs) I do think most conspiracy theories give people way too much credit. Like these conspiracy theories that are like, we never landed on the moon. It's like, you know how many people would have to keep that secret? I don't think there's enough competent people to keep that secret. It gives, it gives people too much credit for being like, not a blabbermouth. Yeah. See, you're doing the thing where you make the takes that pe- people are going to come for you. They're going to be like, we did That's not land on the moon. That's yeah. a hot take is that I think people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or that I think that they YouTube can't comments, keep secrets. We don't, we don't actually think this. <laughs> We're going to have to cut this part. Yeah. Um, how much editing? You don't, you don't do any editing of these things. Well, I think I might have to oh. this time, but no, I usually don't. I just stick in the intro and the outro and, you know, the Twitter follow thing. What are you most looking forward to? Uh, I, guess, I guess this would be next week's show, but uh, what are you most looking forward to in Boston? Um, definitely walking across the Mass Ave Bridge with you. Um, <laughs> walking past my old school like a nerd. Okay. And trying to get in. I'm, okay. It's like trespassing, yeah, but probably not great. Yeah. That. If you're gonna see some old friends. Oh right, yeah. I'm gonna see my friends. Um, you don't want to come to Brookline at all. Here's the thing, I I don't love crowds, and I know it's gonna be crowded. Definitely gonna be. Um, and I can't really see anything anyway. Like, where where am I going to be standing? It's going to be so far. Do I have to wear my contacts? Like, it's just a whole thing. You are definitely not going to be able to see anything. Yeah. So I'd rather just, like, go to the bar with Sadie, you know? <laughs> have we checked the weather? No. Let's wait are till we it gets... Are concerned it's going to be, like, 95 and humid? No, just wait till it gets closer because it's just going to be inaccurate if you check right now. And then you're going to be all crazy with your lineups and just wait until it's closer. <laughs> oh, you worked it back to lineups. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, what are you most excited for? One, just being there. Two... Is this your first U.S. Open? No. Well, it's my first U.S. Open with a credential. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> I was at the U.S. Open. I went for Thursday at Tory. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, down, yeah, I flew yeah. I down for it. That's right. Um, saw Kyle mm-hmm. and a lot of other people, actually. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. But now, credentialed life. Who knows what could happen? Anything could the happen. Sky's the limit. <laughs> Literally anything. I could be in the media center. You could be in the cart with Tiger. <laughs> I doubt that. Anything could happen except that. But uh, no, it'll be, it'll be good. Brookline is, uh, I mean, it's called The Country Club. Francis, who we met. We're going to have to watch uh, the greatest game ever played before the game. What, what is that about? What, what, what is that about? <laughs> uh, that is a golf movie with uh, the kid from, not Malcolm in the Middle, even Stevens. 
Oh. What's the main guy's name? Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I was thinking Frankie Moon. Moon. No, oh. you're right. Shia LaBeouf is the guy. Yeah. But He's I was from Even Stevens. Frankie's from Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. I Now I don't know which one it is. I think <laughs> it's Shia La, La, LaBeouf. LaBeouf? LaBeouf. LaBeouf. I'm pretty sure it's him. He plays Francis Quimet. He's an amateur who wins the U.S. Open. Is this based on a true story? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. Cool. Darn tootin'. You should definitely watch this. No, you should definitely watch it. <laughs> okay. cool. You want me to do that after? Whoa, are you trying to get out of here? <laughs> do you even know what time? Have you been keeping track of the timing? Do you even know if it's no, time to go? No, have you been keeping track? Yeah, you can do the outro if you want. Okay. No, why don't you just do it? I All did right. it last time. Uh, next week, we'll be back. If you like this, let us know. If you don't, keep it to yourself. No, I'm just kidding. You can also let us know that as well. You can follow Armina on Twitter. She's available at Armina Run Good. You can follow me, obviously, at Rick Run Good. This has been a brand new episode of 300 Yards to Unknown. Catch you next time.